Thank you for taking time to listen to this Redemption Church sermon. Redemption Church exists to make authentic disciples who live for the glory of God and the good of our world. We want to help everyday people wake up to a deep, meaningful life in Christ. We pray this sermon will help. For more information about Redemption Church and for additional resources, please visit redemptionokc.com. Awesome. Thanks, Chase. Yeah, well, as Chase mentioned, this is going to be a little bit of a different Sunday for us. Um, So let me just explain what we're doing. Um, We actually prepared to do a prayer and worship Sunday next week on the 29th. Uh, But as you might know, Jeff was traveling to Europe uh, to pick up his son from college. And on his way back, he actually uh, came down with COVID. And so midweek, we had to kind of make some adjustments and switch some gears. And so what we decided to do, since we had already planned prayer and worship Sunday, is we'll do that today. Praise God that we had already planned for that. And then he can finish out the book of Philippians next week. And so um, I will just tell you he's doing okay. Um, he, he was ill for a couple days, but feeling like he's starting to climb back out of it. So continued prayers for him uh, would be appreciated. Um, but yeah, we just kind of wanted to be transparent, let you know what's going on. We do plan these prayer and worship Sundays periodically through our year. And one of the reasons we plan to do one next week was because we're We're finishing up the book of Philippians. We've been in this book for a few months now, um, just really studying it and diving into um, just all that it entails for our life. And we've loved it. It's been a fantastic series. And so uh, what we hoped to do was be able to just kind of end cap it with a a prayer worship Sunday. And we're doing that this morning. So here's what it's going to look like. We are actually going to read through the letter of Philippians in its entirety. And that is a super cool thing to get to do and a unique thing to get to do as a church. Um, And what I want to encourage you in is is to think about the way this letter was actually presented when it was originally written, right? So we know that Epaphrodites delivered this letter to the Philippian church. And Paul was in prison, right? He's in prison. This letter goes out. And this church, if you were to imagine like you are the church of Philippi, And this man, Epaphroditus, comes and says, I have a letter from our beloved friend Paul, and I I need to read it to you because there's very important things in this letter. And so the church would have received it very much how we're going to receive it this morning. Um, We're just going to listen to it. And so I want to encourage you to posture your hearts to listen to the written word of God, to listen to Paul's letter afresh as if you were sitting here and Paul's writing to you in this church. Um, I think it's going to be a powerful morning. And so we'll do some readings together. Um, I'm sorry, not readings together. We will read from the letter and we'll encourage you to read along with us. And then at certain points, we're actually going to read some prayers together based out of the Philippians. And so you'll, you'll see the prayers on the screen and we'll invite you to just read those out loud together. And then we'll sing some as well in between. So that's kind of the lay of the land, right? If you're new here and this is like a first Sunday, you're like, man, this church is weird. I don't know if I can hang with this. I assure you we're not weird, uh, maybe a little bit. Um, But we're just so glad you're here this morning. I think this will be a gift to you. I think this will be a blessing to you to just kind of rest, take a load off, listen to the word of God, sing, pray, and just be, right? A lot of times we, as Christians, even just 
in our day-to-day life. We don't know how to be. And guess what? We're called human beings. So this morning, let's just practice being in the presence of God and receiving his word. Can we do that together? All right, let's stand. We're going to start with singing a couple songs together, and then we'll get into reading of God's word. God, we pray that you'd open the eyes of our hearts to receive your word this morning as we read it, as we read this letter of Philippians in its entirety, um, without preaching, without adding our own human words to it. God, would these words ring true in our hearts? Would they penetrate? Would they change us and form us and mold us to be more like you? Um, awaken our eyes to see your love for us in Christ Jesus. We pray in his name. Amen. Well, if you've got your Bibles or a phone, you can turn uh, to Philippians, and I'm going to read all of Philippians chapter 1. Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are at Philippi with the overseers and deacons, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God in all my remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all, making my prayer with joy, because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. It is right for me to feel this way about you all, because I hold you in my heart, for you are all partakers with me of grace both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. For God is my witness, how I yearn for you all with the affection of Christ Jesus. And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment, so that you may approve what is excellent and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ, to the glory and praise of God. I want you to know, brothers, that what has happened to me has really served to advance the gospel, so that it has become known throughout the whole imperial guard and to all the rest that my imprisonment is for Christ. And most of the brothers, having become confident in the Lord by my imprisonment, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Some indeed preach Christ from envy and rivalry, but others from goodwill. The latter do it out of love, knowing that I am put here for the defense of the gospel. The former proclaim Christ out of selfish ambition, not sincerely, but thinking to afflict me in my imprisonment. What then? Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is proclaimed, and in that I rejoice. Yes, and I will rejoice, for I know that through your prayers and the help of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, this will turn out for my deliverance, as it is my eager expectation and hope that I will not be at all ashamed but that with full courage, now as always, Christ will be honored in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. If I am to live in the flesh, that means fruitful labor for me, yet which I shall choose, I cannot tell. I am hard-pressed between the two. My desire is to depart and be with Christ, for that is far better. But to remain in the flesh is more necessary on your account. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain and continue with you all for your progress and joy in the faith, so that in me you may have ample cause to glory in Christ Jesus because of my coming to you again. Only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ, 
so that whether I come and see you or am absent, I may hear of you that you are standing firm in one spirit, with one mind, striving side by side for the faith of the gospel, and not frightened in anything by your opponents. This is a clear sign to them of their destruction, but of your salvation, and that from God. For it has been granted to you for that for the sake of Christ, you should not only believe in him, but also suffer for his sake, engaged in the same conflict that you saw I had, and now hear that I still have. We're going to pray this uh, prayer that's going to be up on the screen that's essentially uh, almost word for word taken out of Philippians 1. So as we read these words, um, let's not... Let's let these not just be words that we read together off a screen, but let's make these the prayer of our heart. So let's read this together. May our love abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment so that we may approve what is excellent and so be pure and blameless on the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to glory and praise of God. May our manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ. May we stand firm in one spirit, with one mind, striving side by side for the faith of the gospel, and not frightened in anything. Amen. This is Philippians chapter 2. So if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the spirit, any affection and sympathy. Complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. And have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, so now not only in my, as in my presence, but much more in my absence. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Do all things without grumbling, that you may be blameless and innocent, children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast to the word of life, so that in the day of Christ, I may be proud that I did not run in vain or labor in vain. Even if I am to be poured out as a drink offering upon the sacrifice, sacrificial offering of your faith, I am glad and we rejoice with you all. Likewise, you should also be glad and rejoice with me. 
Again, we're going to read this prayer together. Uh, So read this and make these words your own. Father, sanctify us by the work of your Holy Spirit, that we may do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than ourselves. Help us look not only to our interests, but to the interests of others. Help us have this mindset that is ours in Christ Jesus. Father, thank you for showing us your love in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. And now, Jesus, you are highly exalted above all. Yours is the name above every name. Yours is the name every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon so that I too may be cheered by news of you. For I have no one like him who will be genuinely concerned for your welfare. For they all seek their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ. But you know Timothy's proven worth, how as a son with the father he has served with me in the gospel. I hope therefore to send him just as soon as I see how it will go with me. And I trust in the Lord that shortly I myself will come also. I have thought it necessary to send to you Epaphroditus, my brother and fellow worker and fellow soldier, and your messenger and minister to my need. For he has been longing for you all, he has been longing for you all and has been distressed because you heard that he was ill. Indeed, he was ill near to death, but God had mercy on him, and not only on him, but on me also, lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow. I am the more eager to send him, therefore, that you may rejoice at seeing him again and that I may be less anxious. So receive him in the Lord with all joy and honor such men, for he nearly died for the work of Christ, risking his life to complete what was lacking in your service to me. Finally, brothers, rejoice in the Lord. To write the same things to you is no trouble to me and is safe for you. Look out for the dogs, look out for the evildoers, look out for those who mutilate the flesh. For we are the circumcision, who worship by the Spirit of God and glory in Christ Jesus and put no confidence in the flesh, though I myself have reason for confidence in the flesh also. If anyone else thinks he has reason for confidence in the flesh, I have more, circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law, a Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness under the law, blameless, but whatever gain I had, I counted as lost, loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that by any means possible, I may attain the resurrection from the dead. 
Now let's read a prayer together. Father God, we acknowledge that you are set apart to worship by your spirit and in the glory of Christ Jesus and to put no confidence in our flesh. Help us to count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus our Lord. We count all things as rubbish that we may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of our own that comes from the law, but that which comes through the faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith. Our deepest desire is to know him and the power of his resurrection. May we share in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that by any means possible, we may attain the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Let those of us who are mature think this way, and if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal that also to you. Only let us hold true to what we have attained. Brothers, join in imitating me and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. For many of whom I have often told you and now tell you, even with tears, walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction, their God is their belly, and they glory in their shame with minds set on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. Therefore, my brothers, whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm thus in the Lord, my beloved. I entreat Euodia and I entreat Syntyche to agree in the Lord. Yes, I ask you also, true companion, help these women who have labored side by side with me in the gospel together with Clement and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at length you have received your concern for me. You were indeed concerned for me, but you had no opportunity not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low, 
and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Yet it was kind of you to share my trouble, and you Philippians yourselves know that in the beginning of the gospel, when I left Macedonia, no church entered into partnership with me in giving and receiving except for you only. Even in Thessalonica, you sent me help for my needs once and again. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that increases to your credit. I have received full payment and more. I am well supplied, having received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent, a fragrant offering, a sacrifice acceptable and pleasing to God, and my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Greet every saint in Christ Jesus. The brothers who are with me greet you. All the saints greet you, especially those of Caesar's household. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Well, there it is, the letter in its entirety. Isn't that neat to go through and read that together? Um, just imagining that church sitting in a room like we are today and receiving those words from their pastor, you know, the one who planted their church, uh, who is in chains and in prison, just rejoicing over his church, but also encouraging them in the faith and just saying, come on, guys, keep going, keep going, keep doing it. And there's so much joy, right? He's just joy, joy, joy over and over again. Uh, I could just feel that as he would be reading that over that church. Um, and so the closing of our time is just gonna be worshiping God, worshiping uh, God because these are his words. These are words that have survived thousands of years. This is a letter that was written 2,000 years ago that we're still reading in our churches today and we're still drawing from those encouragements from Paul in prison. We're strengthened in our faith together. And so what other response would we have other than to worship the God who put these words on paper for us, right? I just wanna remind you guys of a couple of things as we leave here. The first one is to stay connected with us. Uh, there's a lot going on in the life of our church outside of just one hour on Sunday mornings. And so uh, we want you guys to know about those things and sign up for those things and be connected to those things. And the best way for you to do that is by checking the website regularly, checking the Church Center app regularly, and then following us on um, all of our social media platforms. One thing that I wanna highlight that's coming up is summer kickoff. So on uh, Sunday, June 5th, we'll have our summer kickoff Sunday, which is where we'll launch a new sermon series. We'll have an opportunity to sign up for serve teams. If you wanna sign up to serve our church in some way, we'll have an opportunity to sign up for um, small groups. We'll be kicking off a new small group trimester and then after service we'll go outside and we will have um, pizza and salad for an RSM uh, redemption student ministry fundraiser and the students will also have a carnival so if you're around last summer um, we did this there were carnival games there was pies getting in people's faces um, and you're gonna so, definitely get a pie in your face so juice. we yeah I don't know I did it last year so maybe some some Sorry. new people some of you guys this year uh, we'll again. see so that'll be um, on uh, Sunday June 5th if um, one thing we do on um, kickoff Sundays is baptism so 
Um, if you or one of your kids is interested in baptism, um, we just invite you to, to go ahead and sign up for that on the website or the Church Center app um, so that Chris or Jeff can reach out to you and just have a conversation um, about baptism. So stay connected. Secondly, contribute to the mission. So nothing we do here at Redemption happens without you guys, um, and that's both your service and also your financial giving. And so if you'd like to give to the mission of Redemption Church, you can do that online. You can do that on the Church Center app or you can do that um, using the giving bucket back in the corner of the room. Um, also, we've got the building fund. So as you guys probably know, we've purchased a building in downtown Edmond um, that we would like to move into later this year. Um, and so if you haven't had an opportunity to give towards that building, uh, we would just lo love to invite you to do that. You can um, stop by the home table out in the commons. You can visit our um, home campaign website, fundingourwayhome.com. And you can also be praying for that, for our elders and our building team. Um, they've got meetings with contractors, meetings with the city coming up this week and in the coming weeks. So be praying for them. And then Chris is going to tell you about another thing we can be praying for. Yeah, Tashumi, why don't you come on up here and join me? This is my friend Tashumi, and many of you guys probably know him uh, from the school here. He works at Cheyenne. He's actually the facilities manager here. So you guys don't even know, like... Without to show me, we wouldn't have church on Sunday. So um, I have loved, come here, my friend. I've loved getting to know him. Look at us. We're like the unlikely pair, right? Super tall. But oh my goodness, I love this man. And I've loved getting to know him over the years, uh, over this last year. Um, he is going to be going back to his home country in Ethiopia this month, just for a month. Um, I say just for a month. It's a month. It's it's a big deal. Um, he's taking his kids home with him. Uh, this will be the first time that they experience Ethiopia. Um, this is a big trip for him. And I've been talking with him over the last couple of months. Hey, how can we be praying for you? What can we do? Um, and so I said, at a minimum, we're going to pray for you as a church before you get sent out. Um, and then we're also collecting some uh, some pain medication. Some of you guys got a notice about that, but we're going to send him with some uh, over-the-counter pain meds because it's it's really difficult to get that stuff in Ethiopia. And so we're going to pray that those make it through customs and that people can get that pain medication as needed. So will you just join me? Um, maybe if you feel comfortable extending a hand toward to show me and just praying that, uh, that God would bless him and keep him as he goes. Father, we thank you for this man. Um, we thank you for uh, just the friendship and the connection that uh, you have brought him to this this school to serve this school but you've brought him also to serving our church and we love uh, getting to know him and god we pray your protection and your spirit uh, to go before him to go with him as he visits his home country um, god there are many uh, many risks and many um, just unknowns as he travels back there and we pray that your spirit would just protect him guide him, lead him. Um, he also has a heart to serve his people back home. And so we pray that you'd open up doors of ministry opportunities, uh, that he would be able to be your hands and feet, God, and that people would see the light of Christ through him. Uh, we thank you for him. Keep him safe, we pray in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, man. You want to say thank you? Thank you very much. I appreciate that. It's a blessing to have you guys. I'm lucky to be here, and some people that don't have no opportunity, we are blessed. Don't forget we are blessed people in this country. Because I came from other places, I know what's life. Uh, the reason I take my kids to show them this is a life of other people. So you are very 
fortune, blessed. God is with you guys. Serious. I'm proud of it, to be here. I'm, I love these people. I mean, share what you got. That's all you got to do. God give it to you. You get what you give. That's all. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm blessed. I have everything here. More than I need. So I want to get somebody don't have it. You know, God bless you. Whoever you don't have an opportunity to be like me, uh, and I'm here until uh, Wednesday, every morning. Whoever missed this opportunity in here, contact me. I'm working here until Wednesday. Thursday, I'm going to go to Dallas and fly Friday. I appreciate that. God bless you. God bless us. Yes. Amen. Good. Well, the last thing I was supposed to remind you is shine, shine your light, and Tashumi just did it for me. So, uh, yeah, take take what you've heard this morning, take Paul's words, take just being with the Lord, and go give it away to someone else this week. Uh, let me pray for us, and then I'll send us out. Father, teach us to just be with you. Teach us what it looks like to live life with you and from you, not just on our own with a little bit of you sprinkled in here and there. Father, we need help to do that. Uh, we need your grace, and so we just ask that you be with us. Your spirit would be with us as we leave this place. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, I'm, let's read this together, Philippians 4, 8 through 9. Um, and before we do that, some good news. Now that it's summer, we do not need to stack these chairs. So, yay. When service ends, don't stack the chairs. Just leave them where they are. If you do stack them, you got to replace them and fix it. So... <laughs> Let's read this together, Philippians 4, 8 through 9. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. We'll see you guys next week.